All right. Uh, it looks as if that uh, we are going to be lucky enough to uh, get this uh, get this show on the road with our man Demario Davis. How about that? All we did was flip the script on our show and did everything early, and it worked out perfect. So uh, before the, we run out of time on the show, let's get ready to head to the Back in Action hotline now. And welcome to the show, A-State football alum, and of course starting linebacker of the New Orleans Saints, Mr. Demario Davis. What is up, my friend? What's going on, my brother? What's happening with you? Man, I tell you what, uh, you know, first of all, let me go ahead and get this out of the way. Uh, you know, I had a lot of people, Demario, give me a hard time after you and your teammates uh, decided to humiliate my favorite team, the Chicago Bears. So I have to give you the tip of the hat and uh, and say thanks a lot. <laughs> yeah, man, sorry about that, man. We had to take care of a little bit over here. <laughs> Well, I want to. There's so many things we need to talk about and get caught up on, but we 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 have a limited amount of time. But I, I want to ask you this: as you sit here, Demario, at the bye week at seven and one, of course, a lot has been made about Teddy B jumping in, going five and zero, oh, backing up Drew Brees. Of course, you you get Drew back this past week, and he he does what Drew Brees does, of course. But I want to talk about just you guys as a team and where you are right here at the halfway point and, and, and how you feel about this squad. Because right now, 7-1, and one, with, with the adversity you guys have faced, uh, looking pretty good. Yeah, man, I, I think so much credit just goes to the entire organization from the coaches and, and the players, man, uh, the vibe in the building. I, I wouldn't – I'd be lying if I said I was shocked because we are what we are. Um, you know, just from the the way that our chemistry was on fire last year and then rolling the offseason and picking up right back off where we left off. Uh, the coach is doing an incredible job of putting together game plans for us, the buy-in from the players, everybody being on the same page. And, it, and it's really like a, a family atmosphere, you know. And so a lot of times we just enjoying being around each other and then it's like, oh, we got a game this week, <laughs> and we go out and play. And so, uh, I mean, it's, it's you know, I couldn't ask to be in a better situation, man. It's it's a lot of fun, um, and then the plus side of it is we winning too, so it's good. Well, and I want to ask you this. Uh, I, I've had people ask me this, and and you know, for me, one of the things that immediately jumped to my mind was when when you make that decision to go to the New Orleans Saints, and I think a lot of that had to do with the stability of the organization. I mean, uh, there are a lot of people around the league that just talk about what, what a, uh, a model franchise the saints are. But to, to me, I step back and I look at guys like Drew Brees, who probably had to make it very enticing for a guy like you to, to make that decision to join them. And obviously it looks like it's, it's turned out to be a fantastic decision that you've made already, but just kind of talk about that, the decision that went into that free agent decision for you to join the saints. Yeah. I mean, we knew going into free agency, you know, that we were going to have some options and we wanted to go, uh, my wife and I, we decided we knew we wanted to go to a place that was going to be, you know, good, good for our family, but also going somewhere uh, with a contending team. And to be on a contending team, you really have to have a, a good quarterback nowadays. And so um, it really kind of came down to uh, we were thinking like, like New England or going to Green Bay. And uh, we realized that New Orleans was interested in us. We had kind of had blocked New Orleans out of our mind because, you know, we, we had kind of got used to not living so close to home. And so when we realized it was 
opportunity to go to New Orleans, and uh, they started reaching out to, to uh, my agent. You know, it was kind of like a no-brainer. You know, they had just came off, uh, you know, the, the Minnesota Miracle, where they had a really good team and probably could have been a Super Bowl contender that year. And I had been watching, you know, Drew Brees and the Saints for years, you know, kind of have an offensive scoring 40 points, but the defense uh, would, would kind of have this struggle. And so uh, I knew that I could help bring something to the table as far as defensively and if we could get the defense to be um, – able to produce stops and get the ball back for the offense that we'd have a chance to be really, really good. And so I was excited about, you know, having the opportunity to go down and, and it, it worked out 10 times better than anything that I could have imagined. Uh, there, there's no question. We're joined here by Demario Davis on the back in action hotline linebacker for the new Orleans saints. Well, and, and so a big part of what I wanted to talk to you about today, Demario is obviously some of the things that have really hit nationally news wise in in what you've done and you know obviously the the man of god had banned and uh obviously the league fining you seven thousand dollars for that and the ability that you had and the decisions behind the scenes that were made to take such what i thought was a negative and turn it into such a positive situation for saint dominic's hospital i i really want you to talk about what went into that man really uh I just give all the credit to God and how all that kind of came about. I mean, I had been wearing that headband for, you know, three weeks and had, had no issues, but Drew went down and all of a sudden here I am leading the, the, the huddle for the pregame speeches. And I think that went viral. And when that went viral, I guess the NFL saw the headband um, and they sent me a fine, which kind of put me in a compromising situation because not just not wanting to wear the headband, but because of what the headband said. And so, when I just kind of put it out on social, uh, should I wear it or should I not, I really hadn't made up my, my mind about what I was going to do. And then I kind of just, you know, realized that um, it was best not to wear it, but try to find another way to kind of let God get the glory in the situation. And um, I had already had conversations with St. Dominic's Hospital and them building their emergency room, and I really wanted to help out with, it, with them because my mom worked there uh, pretty much my whole life when I was growing up. And so um, after we sat down and just kind of tried to talk about it and figure out what's the best way to kind of – and a lot of people were, you know, felt some type of way, you know, people were saying, hey, we'll send you money, wear the headband, we'll help you pay for the fine. People want to start GoFundMes and all that. And I was just like, no, nah, that's not it. But if I can't wear the headband, maybe other people can wear it for me. And, I mean, we um, – I ended up talking with – the designers of the headbands and figuring out a way to, to create it and sell them in a way that all proceeds can go to the hospital. And we set that, that set it up, man. And, you know, at $25 a piece and it sold over, uh, almost 140,000 now. And so, and then the hospital has a, a matching campaign. So every dollar that that's raised is going to be matched. And so you're looking at, um, over $250,000 that's been raised for the organization. So it's, it's, it's been it's been amazing. That's incredible. And for those listening to us on 95.3 The Ticket AM 970, we're going to continue to continue this interview, of course, online, Facebook Live, and Ritter Communications Tube Town Channel 21 uh, just for a few more minutes. But, all right, Demario, I, I want to ask you this, and, and, and I remember vividly you and I sitting on the balcony at the football complex right after you got back from the combine, after pro day, and just kind of reminiscing about how – 
things changed for you personally? You know, when when you first got to Arkansas State as a freshman to versus when you left, it was it was such a night and day difference in the growth that you've had. And for me personally, I continue to see that growth happening for you in your professional career and your professional life. And I just man, I, I, I tell you to to think about that, I wanna ask you from back in that day, prior to the draft happening, to where you are today and, and how blessed you are and, and the impact that you're making, not only on the field uh, as a linebacker and as a teammate for all the, of the New Orleans Saints, but what you're being able to do on, on outside of football, but using this football platform to do so. I mean, you've done a lot of great things with Josh Norman as well. I mean, you've been able to do some really big things. If you could rewind back to that day and then fast forward to where you are now, could you have imagined you being in the spot that you're in, like like where you are right now? Man, you know, the going back to, you know, coming out and being drafted into the league and looking back at the person I was coming into college and then having my life be radically transformed by God in 2008, giving my life to him, and pretty much trusting him and saying, God, whatever you want to do with my life, do it. I'm going to use my life for your glory. It's not about my own glory. And then fast forward, having uh, a tremendous college career, being drafted to, to New York and not knowing what the future you know, had in store. Um, and now here I am, eight years in, you know, my goal was always to play seven or ten years. And, you know, the average is 3.4 years. And here I am in my eighth season. Uh, playing at probably the best I've ever played in my career. And not only that, but looking at how many lives are being impacted by my life, by my family life, uh, having a great marriage, going on eight years of marriage, having four beautiful uh, children. I mean, being able to travel all over the country speaking about the gospel and uh, – you know, the blessings of the Lord and, you know, being able to impact college kids, being able to impact high school kids, being able to impact my fellow peers in the NFL, being able to serve in other countries. You know, I can't do anything but give glory to God. And so I think it would probably be um, false if I said I, I didn't know I would be here because I always knew that God wanted to do some big things through my life. But to be able to see it unfold the way it has and, you know, through the ups and the downs that it has and the turns, you know, this has been a journey that, that was beyond my wildest imagination. And uh, I, can't give it, I can't give any credit to, to, to anyone but God. And the Bible says he'll do more than we can ever ask or imagine, and he has definitely done that in my life. And I'm, you know... I'm grateful and just excited to see what, what, what more he has in store for, for me and my family. DeMario, Uncle Walls here. You know, you're talking about eight years in the league, and, you know, and, and, and people always talk about, you know, Drew Brees, you know, when is he going to retire? And, and, but, but, but you've been in there so long. What – guys like y'all, what, what is it? What is it that, that you get up in the morning? What drives you to, to, to play such a physical game? You have to have, uh, I think anybody who wants to be great at their craft has to have a goal in mind that sometimes only that they can see. And 
you have to have a, a, a drive and ambition to meet that goal that no matter what, what comes in front of it, it's not going to stop you. And once you hit that goal, you have to set your sights on a new one. The minute you don't have a, something out in the distance that you're chasing is the minute that you're not going to be motivated enough to push through the adversity. And um, I know for me at one point it was to get into the league. Uh, then after getting into the league, it was to be, become a starter. And then after becoming a starter, it was to, be, to perform at a Pro Bowl level, an all-pro level. I think um, then it's to be, you know, the best at your position. And, you know, I think you have to have that, that, that chip and that motivation of always having something to prove. That's what wakes you up and gets you out of the bed at, you know, 6 o'clock in the morning. That's what makes you work out four and five days uh, a week, you know, around the clock, around the year. That's what makes you, um, you know, rehab your body and, uh, you know, makes you get in the cold tub and, you know, get acupuncture needles. And, you know, that's what, that's what makes you do the things that – that's what makes you spend five to ten hours a week in film room all week. You know, that's what, that's what moves you to do, that, do those things day in, day out, every day uh, for entire seasons make the adjustments in the off season and do it all over again the next year. And as long as you have that chip on your shoulder, I think it's, it's going to continue to get you out of bed. We're joined by Demario Davis, linebacker of the New Orleans Saints on the Back in Action Hotline. All right, Demario, we're going to get ready to wrap this thing up, but I'm going to put you on the spot. Since you've been in the league eight years, you, you've had enough time to know this. I want to know who's the best player you faced off against, and I want to know the best player that you've played with. Uh, that's no brainer. I think the best person I, I've ever gone against is Tom Brady, and the best player that I've ever played with is Drew Brees. <laughs> you know, I, I kind of thought that's what you would say, but but uh, obviously you don't know until you ask. I mean, to see that, Demario, to be around a guy like Drew Brees, and, and you know, that's one of the things that I, I love so much about what I see from afar from Drew. I don't know him at all but I see from afar that he seems to me to be the guy is what you see is what you get and it, it seems to me that you guys are very very similar very very similar people obviously uh you know he's on the offensive side you're on the defensive side you're typically looking to take a quarterback's head off but uh but you guys seem to to, to share a lot of the same values yeah um not only is Drew uh, a Hall of Fame quarterback and probably will go down as the best at, to ever do it, um, but he's also a great dude and uh, has his life prioritized, great husband, great father, great man in the community. And to see that, to see a man be that with such, uh, with the heights that he's climbed inside the game, uh, to still keep, you know, his faith first, his family second, and then ball after that, and to see uh, the humility that he has with, you know, everybody he comes into contact with, no matter all the demands he has on his plate, um, you know, whether it's football or, uh, you know, businesses that he has going on. I mean, what you see is what you get. You know, the same guy every day, uh, never changes. Um, incredible amount of uh, a competitive drive and, uh, motivation, and so it's no secret that he is, you know, made to where he has inside the game, you know. And so, I mean, you talk about somebody that, 
that I admire uh, tremendously. In my opinion, he's the he's the best quarterback in the game, and you know, you know, wouldn't would wouldn't be any better for 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 me to be on a team that you know helps him go head to head with who they say is the best quarterback in the game, like the Super Bowl or something. So that would be that would be amazing. Last question for you, and and I've kind of responded to some people because they've asked here locally when you guys have played primetime games on television, and when it says Demario Demario Davis linebacker New Orleans Saints from Brandon Mississippi, and people always ask why doesn't he say Arkansas State, and and my response to that is you have always been a guy since I have known you that has been very proud of where you've came from, and very proud of Brandon Mississippi, and you're very uh, still very active and trying to uh, do things for that community and where you came from. But for, for you, just if you would respond to that, uh, that, that would be something that I know a lot of people have asked about. Yeah, man. I, I think it's just because now people are seeing me a lot more on TV, so now they notice it. But, you know, for the first five years of my career, first six years of my career, all I ever said was Arkansas State. Mm-hmm. So that's where I went. And so I just changed it when I came to New Orleans because I was like, okay, well, I've shown show love uh, to my Red Wolf family, but I need to show some love back to my hometown as well. And so, you know, I, you, can't, you, can't, you can't always please everybody. And so, you know, I love, I love both my communities a lot, you know, and I've shown a lot of love to Arkansas State, you know, throughout my career. And then I just wanted to show some love back home because, you know, I know people – I, I see it too with people like, why does he say Arkansas State? But then back home, you know, people are very appreciative of the love, um, you know, me showing my hometown. And so, uh, you know, you just kind of kind of got a lot on your plate, so you got to do that. No doubt about it. Well, man, I man, I appreciate you, man. It's so great catching up with you. And I'll say this, you know, um, you, you've already abused my Bears once. If for some reason we're lucky enough to get in the playoffs, uh, you know, and you do it again, then it is what it is. But um, I, I, I tell you this, if it's not my Bears, I want it to be those New Orleans Saints and you, my friend, man. Uh, you guys, you guys deserve everything that you get, all the hard work. And uh, we will definitely speak soon, man. I appreciate you. All right, man. Thank you. Be blessed. That is uh, Demario Davis. We went long. Uh, you know, just tried to balance his schedule. And, you know, during the offseason, it, it's, it, it's a lot easier for us to be able to get him on here. But during the heart of an NFL season where they are on a Super Bowl run, very hard to do. And uh, so we, we kind of penciled in this bye week. Uh, as an opportunity to do it. And, of course, as you see, he's got all things going on. He's got a ton of things going on. And, um, you know, so he tries to to do the best he can to spread the wealth and to to get himself out there and do everything that he's a part of. So, man, I, I appreciate DeMario's time. Uh, he's always been such a great dude to us. And, uh, you know, I, I couldn't be more proud of him. Uh, thinking about him as a freshman to where he is today and, and everything that he's done is is pretty remarkable. Yeah. Pretty remarkable. But you could not ask, and I, I want to say this, I want to be clear, you could not ask for a better dude to represent Arkansas State University, to represent Brandon, Mississippi. He is absolutely one of the best to ever come through Arkansas State for any reason, but he is one of the best dudes to ever come through Arkansas State and for him to carry that torch and the banner for Arkansas State and the Jonesboro Northeast Arkansas 
community like he does and what he does for Brandon Mississippi is pretty incredible. Uh, I got a lot of people, you know, watching us on Facebook Live. But uh, no, the thing about about uh, uh, Demario is. Um, you know, if if Drew Brees never wants to run for mayor of New Orleans, Demario can <laughs> he can get elected? That or be the mayor of Brandon, Mississippi. There's because uh, there's no doubt he, he he is such a great guy. No doubt about it. Well, we got to get up out of here. We ran long, but that's okay. We're doing it for an All Pro, and he should be a Pro Bowler as well, and uh, one of the captains of the New Orleans Saints and we're happy to happy to call him a friend. That's Demario Davis. We got to get out of here. We we ran this uh this uh, Yes Doll Grill Women Rock, Rock Wednesday a little long, but that's okay. Uh, we hope to see everybody tonight at First National Bank Arena. Basketball tips off, 7 o'clock. Coach Mike Bellotto and the Basketball Red Wolves taking on Harding. Of course, don't forget, Yes Doll Grill, Monster Mash, Halloween Party. Uh, that is uh, tomorrow night, 4 to 7. Bring the kids out for trick-or-treating. And then, uh, of course, you can uh, get your picture made with Bacon, the T-Rex. And from 7 o'clock till whenever is going to be the adult Halloween party. And, of course, the costume contest starts at 9 o'clock. That's Just All Grill. Take advantage of the $1 full flapper wings all day long. There is no limit. Let them know we sent you. And, of course, 10% off all salads and power bowls. For Uncle Walls, I'm JC. I'll leave you like I do each and every day. If you're going to do it, do it right. And if you do it right, do it twice. Y'all take care. God bless. Walls, goodbye. Since day one of Red Wolf Roll Call, we've had one official barber. One. Toby Stoker of Ace of Blades Barbershop. Over the years, you've heard the ads. No frills, just a great haircut, plain and simple. And during this time, more and more customers are discovering Ace of Blades. Great haircut, great price, great customer service, plain and simple. Your time is valuable. Your look is valuable, too, and Ace of Blades knows that. Ace of Blades Barbershop at 3227 Matthews next to Auto Doctor. They're open Tuesday through Friday, 8 to 5. And for those of you with busy schedules, Saturday's appointment only. To set your Saturday appointment, call Toby at 268-1221. You can also find Ace of Blades on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Ace of Blades Barbershop, the official barber of the Red Wolf Roll Call. Make them your official barber. Ace of Blades Barbershop, a proud supporter of the A-State Red Wolves.